Are you a high-performing parent, entrepreneur, or high achiever in pursuit of excellence? Welcome to The Nexus Podcast, a podcast custom-tailored for families like ours, driven, affluent, and eager to lead extraordinary lives. From rockstar stay-at-home moms to high-producing CEOs, we choose to model success for everyone we are surrounded by. We prioritize health over sickness, embrace a vitalistic lifestyle, and seek to tap into the limitless potential that God has bestowed upon us. I'm Dr. Daniel Kimball, your host, and on this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets to living a fulfilling and abundant life where you and your loved ones can thrive physically, mentally, and spiritually. Together, we'll forge a path to greatness and unleash your God-given capabilities. Get ready to say yes to a life of true prosperity and well-being. This is The Nexus Podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And this week on the podcast, what I wanted to talk about is something that hits home to me for a lot of different reasons. Um, we have lots of clients inside of our office who deal with and struggle with certain things. We take care of lots of people for wellness, but we also take care of quite a few people who are struggling for answers to their healthcare issues. Chronic sicknesses, chronic coughs, chronic allergies, um, lots of different, you know, cancers. Like we get into a lot of different things on the reason that we take care of someone. It's not the point of this episode. I was asked yesterday by a client, um, so we are, we take care of lots of families and we tend to get lots of referrals from those family members. Um, even if it's not like in the immediate household, it'll be like a cousin or, you know, a stepbrother or something like that. And so one of the things that happened this week in the office is we're taking care of a client who has some immune system challenges, uh, for a number of different reasons. And I don't want to share why, because I don't want to give away that necessarily the case or let you guys know exactly who I'm talking about, because that would be a HIPAA violation. But I thought it would be important to talk about the immune system on this episode because one of the things that happened with a client that we've been taking care of is like this person would get really, really good results and then they would have to go on antibiotics and then everything would backslide. They'd have to start coming, et cetera. And so this person that we were taking care of ends up in the hospital on antibiotics again for like the fifth or sixth time since we've been taking care of them. And this is a very short amount of time, by the way. And again, no fault of the person. Like I'm not saying that there's anything necessarily wrong with the antibiotics. I do want to talk about antibiotics on this episode. But the question came up is literally one of our other clients asked me this question. They said, Dr. Daniel, don't you think that by taking antibiotics, they're actually, that person is actually making it more difficult for their immune system to do the job that it was meant to do? And I'm like, this is such a brilliant question because nobody asked it. And I wanted to share it with you and pose that question for you on this episode. And I've talked about it before. There's another episode of the podcast where I talked about like, would you do your kids homework? And I got this idea from one of my mentors, not like I made it up on my own, but I asked her and I shared with her the same thing. I'm like, hey, listen, like it's such a brilliant question, right? It's like what happens to our immune systems if we never let it do the work or do the job on its own? And we could talk about this in a number of different contexts, which I'll give you some ideas and my thoughts here in just a second. But I think it's so crucial to ask this question. So I simply said, I'm like, what if your kiddo, when they start school, what if you just always did their homework for them? And I would ask you the same question. If you have kids, it's like, what if somebody always did it for you? Or what if you always did it for them? How good would they ever be at it? And the answer, I hope you would say, is like, not at all. They would have no skills at all. They wouldn't be able to do anything at all. The same thing is so true with 
our immune system. Like the way that our immune system works, right? From a very big picture, I'm not gonna get into all the like nitty gritty nerdy science of it, but anytime that we're encountered with a pathogen, so a bacteria or a virus, anytime we're encountered with a pathogen, right? Uh, Something that can be spread, then our body has a primary immune response the first time it is exposed to that. So meaning that it has this primary immune response, it has to have it. So we get the stuffy nose, we get the cough, we get the headaches, sometimes we get the body, body aches. Depending on how far it goes, we get the sore throat and we get the fever and like all those things are symptoms, right? But they're actually good symptoms because it's your body creating a strong immune response. Like it's building itself up stronger and better for the next time. And so I always like get to this point when I, and and again, this is a philosophy, right? Like when we talk about on this podcast, what I'm talking about, like these are vitalistic principles. This is the understanding that your body is self-healing, it's self-regulating and it's self-maintaining. And I stand by that and I will continue to because I see what people who make certain decisions struggle with and I see what people don't struggle with when they make other certain decisions. And that's part of what I want to talk to you about on this episode is like, If we're constantly giving our kids antibiotics every time there's a stuffy nose, every time there's a quote unquote ear infection, we just give them a Z-pack, give them a Z-pack. And then we wonder why these kids have mood issues. Like part of the reason that we have mood issues is because antibiotics kill off our gut bacteria. Like by the very nature of anti meaning no more and biotics meaning bacteria, if we're getting rid of them, we're killing off bacteria, there's good bacteria in our bodies and there's bad bacteria in our bodies. We have more bacterial cells in our entire system than we do human cells. I would consider you to look this up if you do not believe me. The gold standard, the Guyton's Medical Textbook of Physiology very clearly states that our bodies are more bacteria than they are human cells. And so the question stands to be is like, well, why would that be the case? Obviously, we know, and you've heard this before, they have a role in immune system function. Obviously, you know that bacteria has a role in digestive function. Obviously, like all the studying and everything new that's coming out recently is like pointing to this idea that if we were deficient in one specific strain of a certain bacteria, they can link that to breast cancer. If you were deficient in a different, another strain of bacteria, that can be linked to testicular cancer. And like the list could go on and on and on. So a lot of times... Bacteria is like our connection between cells. Our bacteria is our connection to life. And think about the world that we live in, right? Like we live in this post-COVID world where it's like sanitize our hands with everything. Let's kill off all the bacteria, but you kill the good bacteria on your hands too. So a lot of times like what these people are doing, and again, it's not good, bad, right, or wrong. I'm just trying to give you a different way to think about your body and like how insanely capable it is of doing everything that you would want it to do, but you never give it the chance. Or like these parents never give their kids a chance because it's like, we need to hand sanitize everything. We need to spray Lysol and everything. Well, guess what? If you kill off all the bacteria on your hands and on your body, you're only left with every time you encounter a pathogen, like you don't have a first line of defense. The bacteria on your skin is the first line of defense to start to fight that stuff off. So then it goes directly into our system. We get to our second line of defense, but then we've already killed off our gut biome because we gave the body bacteria or we gave the body antibiotics before. So now our gut bi- microbiome's killed off, which is a direct link to our nervous system and to our immune system. And then we create this thing where it's like, my kid's got chronic ear infections. My kid's got chronic cough. My kid get, get, is the one who always gets sick. Like every time he goes around any other kids, especially when school starts, like my kid's always sick. 
And we see all the time as we start adjusting these families and we start to just make little changes in their nutrition, we start to make little changes in what they actually put into their bodies, we can radically increase the body's ability to heal on its own just like it was designed to. But if you're constantly doing the work for your system or for your kid's system or for your parent's system or whoever it is by just pumping antibiotics every time there's an issue, you're missing the fact that every time the body has a primary response, it is building itself up to be stronger the next time. So wouldn't it only stand that if we weakened our body's ability to build up a strong response the first time, meaning we tried to stop the symptoms of the stuffy nose, we tried to stop the symptoms of the fever, we tried to stop the symptoms of the cough, we tried to stop the symptoms of the sore throat, we tried to stop the symptoms of the body ache, which are all symptoms designed to heal you. Your body heats up during a fever to burn off bacteria and viruses. Your body gets a stuffy nose and a cough to get rid of the stuff that shouldn't be in there in the first place. But what do we do? We've all been trained that we should stop those things, that those things are bad, that we should run away from those, and we should never have a stuffy nose. I'm not saying we should have it all the time, but then we kill off our own, our body's own natural defense system, and the only thing it can do is chronically, constantly be expressing health. And these are the people who I say is like, there's no, there's no flu season. Like the reason flu season exists is because people eat like crap from October to February. Like the reason that flu season exists is because there's not as much sunlight and people aren't outside and active from October to February. And so like, there's all these things that go into what creates sickness, which isn't even a really real thing. Um, I would argue that it's an expression of health. If you look at the body in a vitalistic manner and what creates health and what creates wellness, and what creates longevity. And so many times when this mom asked me, like I see these families who are just struggling and suffering and all they know is like immediately antibiotic. Oh, kids got a little stuffy nose, antibiotic. Oh, kids got, a, I think their ear might hurt. They were like touching their ear and it was a little bit red because they were touching their ear, but I think they might have another ear infection. So let's just go straight to an antibiotic without addressing like the other things that are underlying. And the biggest one is like, if we're pumping our kiddos full of antibiotics, just think about this for a second. Our gut bacteria is responsible for about 60% of our immune system function by way of the communication between your nervous system and the immune system, which is modulated by your brain and spinal cord in the first place. So that's number one. Number two, so if our gut bacteria gets killed off, we start to negatively affect our immune system. Number two is that our body never elicits a primary, strong primary response because the bacteria does it for it. So then the next time we encounter it, our body tries to elicit what? Another primary response, but it can't because we'd have the, the antibiotics do it for us instead. And so we get this weakening of the immune system. Then we add on top of this a conversation of nutrition. We know, like of the families who I see who have kids who are chronically stuffy, chronically sick, get everything, they bring everything home from the daycare, are the same families. And again, this is no judgment, but it is a decision that you get to choose to make. It's not just random. It's not just chance. It's not just coincidence. But those are the same families who bribe their kids with candy, who put their kids on cell phones, who have their kids eating crappy food all day long. And this is what I know. Like, I understand that it's tough to be a parent. I'm a parent myself. It is the most challenging thing ever to be at every single birthday party and tell Coco, nope, we don't eat that. We don't eat that stuff. And you guys can tell me I'm wrong. You can tell me I'm bad, whatever it is. I know there's probably going to be a bunch of haters on this or even stop listening, but whatever, that's fine. Because here's what I know is that my daughter rarely gets sick. And when she does, we celebrate it as an expression of health, as her body building itself up stronger so that in the future, she will continue to express health and not be chronically sick and not to be dependent on five medications. And then we get into this whole other conversation of anxiety and depression and things like that, which I'll talk about here in just a second. So Every time we eat sugar, 
our body works in a series of priorities. So literally like the most important thing for your body is survival. And it will sacrifice everything else that it needs to in order to just survive. And so if our bodies are releasing stress hormones or our bodies are encountered with tons of sugar, which is also a result of stress hormones, by the way, of the hormone cortisol, then what we get is every time our body eats sugar, blood sugar is more important priority than our immune system function. I'm gonna say that again. Our blood sugar is more important then our immune system functions. So the body goes, oh, we have sugar because we had the cake and we had the ice cream and we had the candy. And it goes, let's pause on immune system function. Let's take care of the blood sugar real quick. Then we'll go back to the immune system function. So we take antibiotics. We weaken our primary response. Now we get exposed to the same thing again, but we're constantly eating sugar. So the body's constantly saying, nope, no more immune system function. Let's go back and let's work on the blood sugar first, then we'll go back to the immune system function. And by way of this happening over and over and over again, we see the same families who the kiddos got the cough, the kiddos got the allergies, the kiddos got the stuffy nose, the kiddos got the chronic ear infection. And when we start to change and make different decisions for our families and for our lives from the perspective, this is the most important part of it, is from the perspective of our bodies are self-healing, self-regulating, and self-maintaining. Meaning that my body can take care of a fever on its own. My body doesn't need a Z-Pack every time it has a cough. My daughter's body doesn't need antibiotics just because she had 104 degree fever for three days in a row. Like there are things that you can do that will set you up for infinitely higher levels of success. And when I talk about success, I'm talking about health and however you define it. Yes, it could be making money. It could be just enjoying and being happy because one of the things that we know when we talk about mood and happiness and joy and fulfillment is that when we kill off our gut bacteria via antibiotics, one of the other things that happens is our gut bacteria is responsible for producing vitamin K. Vitamin K is responsible or is a precursor for creating serotonin in your body. Serotonin, when it is depleted, is the very thing that they would that experts would say causes depression. Now there's some like conversation and other things that go with that. But just big picture, if we look at we deplete serotonin, the likelihood that you're gonna have depression goes up. We deplete serotonin, the likelihood that you're gonna have anxiety goes up. Why? Because the gut bacteria is intricately linked to your body's ability to produce certain neurotransmitters, which positively or negatively affect our mood. What we know is that one round of antibiotics in a 12-month period will increase someone's likelihood of having depression and or anxiety by 25%. If we go two or three rounds of antibiotics, we increase those mood disorders by up to 60%. So it is 60% more likely that if your kiddo has two or three rounds of antibiotics within the fir- within a 12-month period, it's a 60% likelihood that they will have some form of anxiety and or depression. So we wonder why we see all these kiddos with mood disorders at five, six, seven years old. We wonder why we see all these kiddos who can't regulate their emotions. We wonder why all these things happen. And it's a combo, right? It's the bad food. It's the antibiotics. It's not being like, it's literally sanitizing everything so much so that our bodies can't even fight for itself in the first place. And then we don't get outside enough. Like there's so much bacteria outside. There's so much good bacteria in the dirt. And every time we are encountered by it, it's just like going to the gym. You go to the gym to build your muscle stronger, but guess what has to happen in the process? You have to break down muscle tissue to build up new healthy muscle tissue. The same thing is true. Like, and the only way that you're going to strengthen your immune system is literally by getting outside in the dirt, like by doing stuff that's going to expose you to more stuff so that you can build up the system. And every time we quarantine and we try to run away and we try to hide and we try to stay inside and we avoid the sun and we wear a mask and all this stuff, we're cutting ourselves off from the very bacteria, from the very environment that is going to actually allow us to express life in the first place. 
So my friends, the number of things you can do, start looking at nutrition. I would pause on the antibiotics. Like this isn't medical advice, right? There's a time and a place for them in some very emergency situations, but I see so many people struggling who have never been told this. And I'm telling you here and now is that your body knows how to heal itself. Your body is self-regulating. It is self-maintaining. It is self-healing. It is self-organizing. And unless you make a certain set of decisions, you will prevent that process from happening. And then you'll forever be frustrated, wondering why, how come nobody can fix my kid? How come nobody can fix me? How come my problems keep coming up? How come I keep getting sick? How come this won't go away? And the reality is, is that you never gave your system a chance. Like you literally never gave this amazing system that we were given a chance to thrive and express health at 100%. And there's a number of other things that you can do if you are interested in learning what those are specifically to increase your nervous system function, to increase your immune function, to increase and change your gut microbiome and how your gut interacts with your body in the first place, I would encourage you to do one thing and reach out to us. You can always check out more on Instagram and on Facebook. And my friends, I love you. I appreciate you. And I will come at you again next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.